0: We got a great show for you guys, here, and, uh, uh, it's a great, uh, if you remember the show back in the fifties, when you were kids, uh, this you remember, they had the commercials back in the fifties, and, and that you would have that show, and this, this was a great show, everybody loved it, they'd come home and watch it. um, uh, it just, uh, just shut
1: up. Welcome to the Porch Stevenson Show. Alright. Alright, go ahead. Intro.
0: Hello everybody, this is... What the hell are you doing over there? We're just... (laughs) I'm trying to do this show... And my co-host has just completely ruined it. That's it. I quit. Hello everybody. This is the Paunch Stevenson show. I'm your host Greg. The other host is my good friend Rob.
1: Say hello, Rob. Hi everybody. Um, actually, this is episode number two, and in episode number one, we put out a listener request. For the uh, which nobody heard right, which nobody heard yet. <laughs> but uh, there was this book from when we were little. It was called "So You Want to Be a Dancer," and there was an Asian guy on a cover on, on the cover doing a ridiculous pose. And we just wanted to know if anybody out there could find a picture of the cover of the book. And uh, between the recording of episode number one and episode number two, actually, I went online and I asked people who were selling this book. If they could supply me with an image of the cover, and one person did, and that was very nice. And so now we have the cover. This person who supplied us with the cover of So You Want to Be a Dancer, I I just want to give this person credit. Jackie. Maybe he doesn't want the credit. Well, (laughs) Jackie O'Connor, customer service rep from SeashellBooks.com Incorporated. So I guess seashellbooks.com, Jackie O'Connor, thank you very much. We have found the cover. Yes, thank you.
0: And whenever we uh, get the website up, and I promise it will be soon, maybe, it'll be on there. It'll be in our uh, Hall of Shame. We're going to have a Hall of Shame page, and it will be on there.
1: Anyway, so... I'm, I'm, I'm eating dinner, by the way. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's like 8 o'clock. Go ahead. All right. Um, so, wh- wacky things on the internet, right? Yeah, so this is something I, I
0: saw, and, and I-, I really couldn't believe this. Do you know the uh, soft drink, 7-Up?
1: Yeah. All right, well, 7-Up has I, you a know what? contest. I used to like their Cool Spot mascot.
0: Wasn't that?
1: Oh, no, I'm thinking of the... I- I always,
0: for some reason, I always confuse that guy with the... Uh, The guy that was the mascot of Domino's Pizza. (laughs) The Noid. What was his name? The Noid. The Noid, yes. So anyway, 7-Up has a contest, and I believe this started back in May, but it's actually still good. And if you go to, like, 7up.com, and it's on there, and I think you have to click, like, Promotions, and then the Space Challenge, or Space Contest. And basically what's happening is uh Seven Up is partnered with the XPrize Foundation. And I don't know if you're familiar with the XPrize. I'm not. But it's a All right. So basically the XPrize is this like um I don't know if it's like uh it's it's more than a million dollars. It's it's a lot of money that these like rich people put up to these independent, you know, researchers and scientists. Uh, you know, basically to, to come up with a, uh... like a new space shuttle. <laughs> oh, okay. Basically the current... Yeah, I mean, like, the current space shuttle is absolutely, um... Archaic. Okay. As you've, uh, un- I mean, untragically, it's... it's it's just beyond its use. Um, you know, it, its only use has been as a space truck. I don't call it the space shuttle, I call it the space truck. So anyway, the, um... the space shuttle has... It's, I mean, right now, it's not even in use. You know, there's just so many problems with it, they can't even use it safely anymore. Yeah. And uh, NASA has uh, basically been um, dragging its feet, I guess. They haven't come up with anything better. You know, they, they have to come up with a, a space, an orbital vehicle, which can take off from the ground and fly into space and do whatever it has to do and come back. You know, essentially like you would with a regular uh, airliner. Right, because this 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 absurdity with these solid rocket boosters and these this friggin' fuel tank is is absolutely absurd, and it's just it can't be done anymore. So that, that's what they're developing. So the X Prize Foundation is basically a lot of money being awarded to whoever can, you know, successfully do this. You know, successfully fly this thing. You know, have a person fly it into space, and and come back. And there's actually been. Uh, I think it was earlier this year that uh, somebody was actually able to do that. They built a craft, which you know, it was like a, it was like a big plane, which basically flew into space and came back. But Seven Up has teamed up, and uh, you can go on their website and you can play to get a, a chance to win the first free ticket to space on one of these contraptions. And uh, in fact, I'm going to do it right now. It says, enter your 15-character code net... I don't have a code. Ah! Look for codes on specially marked half-liter, two-liter, 20-ounce, and 12-packs A 7-Up, A&W, Sunkist, and a can dry.
1: Okay. Do you have... Oh, that sucks. Do you have a can of 7-Up? No! <laughs> I <don't> have anything. <laughs> Nor do I. It It's
0: wait a minute, it says, no purchase necessary. Oh, these things are a ripple. Damn it. Alright, well here's another listener, here's another listener challenge. Go on to 7up.com. Buy a seven up or something. I'm not gonna do it. I, I think seven up is gross, but yeah, I'm sure I have one, but I'm not gonna go down the basement and look. I just don't feel like it. So go out go ahead and do that. Um, enter the code and maybe you will be on one of these contraptions uh, to fly into space. That would be great if somebody we knew or listened to the show actually was able to do that
1: and it didn't die and right and make some sort of transmission into the show from the newfangled spacecraft.
0: And with our horrendous technology that we're currently working with, I'm sure that that's going to work brilliantly.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Brilliantly. Actually, what do you want to? Be? I mean, I mean, we're barely recording the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're going to go, I think we'll just just go out and buy like some, uh, some Toys R Us walkie-talkies and give it to them and (laughs) say, oh, just try and contact us with the walkie-talkie. Yeah. You remember that I had those G.I. Joe walkie-talkies? Yeah. With the nine-volt batteries, oh, they were just beat up. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we'd try to use them, and and seriously, the range on them was about
1: 50 feet. (laughs) the dumbest thing. If you were in a house... And one person was on the first floor, and the other person was on the second floor. You couldn't hear It wouldn't other. work. No, it wouldn't you work. You had to be in no, the no. same if you were room.
0: Outside, if you were outside, you had to be, like, in sight distance. You, like, you couldn't right. be hiding behind a car or right. anymore.
1: <laughs> It made no sense.
0: However, <laughs> my one friend would always... He'd always just, just swear... Like, he would go far enough away so we couldn't hear him, but he would swear that he'd be picking up, like, the fireman's frequency.
1: <laughs> was that Donnie? Yeah, that was Donnie. <laughs> he, uh... Fooge the Stooge, we called him. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, the, the problem
1: with him was he ate every single meal at McDonald's. Which, even though it was around the block, he insisted it was <laughs> New York. Oh, yeah,
0: that was our... That was because uh, we would go there. And uh, we, tell, we didn't want him to come So we would tell him, no, you can't come with us It's New York And this is a McDonald's parking lot Was literally behind his backyard yeah. And we're nowhere near like, We're like six miles from New York There was just no There was no way, but we just told him And here's what the ridiculous part was We, would cl- we didn't want to walk all the way around the corner So we would climb through his yard And climb over his fence <laughs> And if we went that way we would he was convinced we actually convinced him that if we climbed over his fence into the McDonalds parking lot, we were in New York and that he was not allowed to go to New York. Right. And <laughs> yet if we walked down the street, made the left, walked down the next street, made the left, and walked all you know, did all the way went the long way around and went out wound up at McDonalds, that was still New Jersey.
1: Yeah. Well the, you know, you say and he th- was convinced of this. You say the long way, it was like three minutes the <laughs> three minute yeah, walk. I know. But we're
0: lazy. Yeah, we, I mean, we were lazy. So speaking of uh, walkie-talkies, our, our uh, mutual friend, uh, we'll, we'll use the initial J to uh, describe him. He had a, a CB radio. We were kids. It wasn't like in a car. It was in his room. I guess it plugged in or whatever. I don't know where he got this thing. And... He would try and, like, I guess, like, get a hold of truckers or something. I mean, who the hell else is on a CB radio to, like, talk to them? (laughs) Like, they really want to hear from this idiot. (laughs) Right. And um, so he would do it, and he would get this guy on, and this guy must have been a trucker or a cab driver or something, and he had this, like, thick Brooklyn accent. And yet, Jay swore, he absolutely swore that... This guy was a helicopter pilot in Oklahoma. Why? <laughs> because, this is a good one, the CB radio was manufactured in Oklahoma.
1: <laughs>
0: so he assumed that he could only talk to people in Oklahoma. And when <laughs> I... Disc- when I, so- Now, when I told him that that was not the way that radio worked, <laughs> that <you> know, radio... <laughs> radio... <laughs> the the, with the way radio works with like a short range radio like that a CB radio you're only going to pick up locally you're not going to pick up Oklahoma with a CB radio. All right, so uh, Rob, you were uh, you went to the, you've been to the Nintendo store in Manhattan a few times. I have not been. Yeah. Uh, nor
1: will I probably ever. But you went for a an autograph signing with uh, who was it? Uh, I I was on the, the website ign.com. They have their GameCube section cube.ign.com, and one of the little articles they had was Miyamoto to appear at Nintendo World or, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but so I was like oh wow really what? So I clicked on it and it was this Sunday. It was Sunday uh, September twenty fifth. Said, now, uh,
0: Miyamoto is, uh, is who?
1: Uh, well, he started working for Nintendo in 1977, and the first game that he made was Donkey Kong, so he invented Donkey Kong, and then he invented Super Mario, and all of those characters, and Mario Kart, and, and, and you know, all that, that whole universe, and, uh, So he's
0: like a Nintendo legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in comparison to, uh, Howard Phillips. <laughs>
1: So, you know, he's produced Proceed. dozens upon dozens of games, and the first 200 people in line will get an autograph, and, you know, you can take pictures with him and all this. So like, oh, cool. And I woke up a little bit before 6, so, you know, I just took a shower real quick, got on the train. I got there around a quarter to 8, and there was already this huge line. And I'm just thinking, oh, man, all right, whatever. I'll wait at the end of the line. I'll, I'll probably still get in. So we're all sitting there and just people kept what coming. The,
0: what kind of a crowd was this? This wasn't a, this wasn't a hip crowd, uh, I would say.
1: It it was mostly young, <laughs> you know, it was it was young people. Um, some people were dressed up, some people had little little They were dressed up, how? Uh, like one guy was dressed up like Link from The Legend of Zelda. Uh, and people had uh, Mario hats, Wario hats, uh, and, print, you know, like, just, I, I don't know. They had all these little toys and stuff. So I got there, I said, okay, it's a long line, but I'll probably still make it. And just, you know, like every ten minutes, it was just more and more people, more people, more people. Just people kept coming and coming. And the line... Yeah, but they were after you. Yeah, yeah, after me. But the line... I mean, this, was, this wasn't this was even by 11 o'clock, this was maybe by 9 o'clock in the morning. The line had nah. went around an entire New York City block <laughs> onto another block. So, they start letting people in. I, I, they actually started a little bit early, maybe 10.30, but they kept carting around all these pizzas and giving out pizza, giving out bottles of water, so that was nice. And just waiting in line, waiting in line. Okay, it's 10.30 now, I've been there since a quarter to eight all right now it's 11 o'clock now it's 11 30 12 you know we're inching up we're inching up we're inching up so by two it, it was supposed to end at two o'clock but you know they're still letting more people in they're letting extra people in so i'm like great i'm not that far from the door i'm not that far from getting in so we're inching up we're inching up and it's about maybe 220 let's say nah no, nah, like 215 and they're like okay that's it no more He's done. <laughs> Miyamoto's done. Oh. I'm like, w- what? What do you mean? Like, that's it. Just go home. That it's over. That's it. I'm like, what? I just stood here. I just stood on a sidewalk for over six hours. I woke up. <laughs> I woke up at at six o'clock on a Sunday morning. I just stood for over six hours, and that's it. Just go wow. home. What are you doing? Like, all right, well, here's a Nintendo DS skin. Now go home. So everybody who was left over, you know, maybe they got to, like, 250 people, and I was right behind that group. So the rest of the thousand people just got together in this bunch and just kept screaming outside of the Nintendo World store. (laughs) So Miyamoto... It's a nerd riot. Yeah, so Miyamoto he he did come to the window and he was waving and you know just at least acknowledging that we were here and he was waving and people were taking pictures wounded so well <laughs> but everybody was screaming and and you know like these police officers came and like all right everybody back the store is closing this i i guess they did not anticipate a turnout like that hey
0: we're back uh, this is this is what I would call, uh, not really a public service, but I'm going to call it some tidbits. One of them is how to get rich quick. Let's say that you're a fat person and you lose a lot of weight if it's possible that you can do this. Do you even understand how rich you could be? You know, all these stupid, you know, all these like the commercials and, and the newspaper advertisers, the magazines advertisers for all these like cockamamie weight loss gimmicks that don't work and they always have the before and after picture i mean if you could do it if you could lose a lot of weight you could get rich because you could like take these pictures of yourself and just sell it to all these cockamamie idiotic gimmicks and you would be rich huh. you know you could go on these shows with uh, you know like chuck norris Chuck Norris, you know, does that stupid ab builder thing where he's doing the, the, the sit ups.
1: Yeah. You know, he <laughs> I've does
0: the, the sit up machine. The, you know, the Chuck Norris uh, sit up machine there.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. My next item. The Internet Movie Database. This is a an infamous website. Is the uh, www.imdb.com. Everybody goes to it to like find out about like, you know, who was in this movie and that movie and yeah. When did you know, that movie that come
1: out? And it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot well, of. It's a movie database.
0: Anyway, so it has this uh, thing on there. It's called the World Entertainment News Network. It's some news service, you know, like a tabloid or something that they must you know pay for or whatever put it on there. And it's entertainment news, but it's it's you know it's like it's like cockamamie things that these entertainers do, but it's funny. And I'm just going to pull one up here. This is from um, September the 22nd of this year. And here's the entry. It says uh, now Peter Falk. Uh, Rob, you you uh, are you familiar with the Peter Falk? Columbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the old guy, is Sean Columbo. Yeah. Uh, Peter Falk, uh, veteran actor has given this is the this is the news item has given fans a huge incentive to watch his new movie the things about my folks uh, he announced that he's going to perform his first ever nude
1: scene he's like 90 years old now right <laughs> he's 78 70 who cares he that, says i'm not uh, it, it,
0: it, now this is this is peter falk yeah but that makes me not falk. want to see it I am not totally nude. I'm wearing talcum powder. Oh
1: my god. Why?
0: <laughs> and his co-star Paul Reiser. Now you know, you remember Paul, Paul Reiser, Reiser. man about you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Paul Reiser.
0: We're, we're We're very proud of it. It's 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 a lovely dance he does with talcum powder. Peter basically is playing my father. My father used to use more talcum powder than you could ever imagine. He'd come out of the shower and the floor around the house would be like a scene from Scarface. Oh would be God. acres of powder on the floor.
1: Now, how did this guy get roped into this? <laughs> Wait, is this a Poor comedy? Paul
0: or his career is over.
1: Yeah, but is this a comedy or is this... What is this?
0: Peter Falk nude at
1: 78 years old, Rob. I think it's a comedy. All right. All right. What do you think? All right. I just I don't know. I don't, I'm not thinking. <laughs> I'm not thinking about oh,
0: it. Oh god. That that is just that's just hilarious. And, and it's it's funny because it's like the this whole thing is, you know, every day there's like some some ridiculous thing like that. <laughs> you know, that's on there. This is another one that the Anthony Hopkins uh 30 years ago was an alcoholic and he would drink a lot of tequila and he would hallucinate from it. Okay. <laughs> Imagine that guy hallucinating. He must have been, uh, <laughs> he must have been pretty, uh, pretty scary. Yeah. Pretty, Yeah. Uh, here, I mean, here, here you go. Christian Slater was cleared of a groping charge. What? Which he, he normally has to uh, fight off just about every, every other week. Christian Slater another guy who kind of his career is kind of on the skids there. Yeah, these
1: people, they're really popular, like Paul Reiser, who's really popular, Christian Slater, then all of a sudden they just disappear. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. I don't, yeah. Paul Reiser is you know, very I don't pop.
0: know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened to, uh, to Paul Reiser. What could have caused the downfall of Paul Reiser? I'm, not, I'm just not sure.
1: Well, I just had a question. Maybe you can answer it, maybe the listeners can answer it. Uh, It's sort of a question I've been having for a while. And that is basically, I don't know if it's just a New York City thing or what, but when I'm, you know, like I'll ride the subway and then I'm just walking down the street going to work or going to a store or going to lunch or wherever, I'm walking down the sidewalk and... Why is everybody constantly spitting? <laughs> what is that? Like, Why, why do people spit all the time? I don't spit. Why do people have They're to spit? They're just not very hygienic. What is the spitting accomplishing? I don't know. I don't
0: get it. They're just disgusting. First of all, you're talking about a city where the uh, subway system uh, has a lovely... And uh, I might say permanent smell of urine.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, this is not just, you know, everybody just kind of, you know, that maybe has never been to New York, they kind of uh, assume that, you know, David Letterman uses this joke a lot that, and, you know, that the subway smells like urine, and (laughs) people just assume that he's exaggerating.
1: Yeah, oh, he's being silly, and no, it's, there is a... It's it's true. It yeah but you know i you say that just people are just being you know dirty or people are just being disrespectful or whatever but it's not like somebody There's, bought a sandwich and they throw the wrapper on the ground or they throw the straw wrapper on you know it's not like that where you have something to
0: like or you know you're uh, you've got some uh, some chewing tobacco
1: that right, you're chomping on there and you're spitting it into a spittoon. Right, or gum or something. No, it's just plain <laughs> like I'm walking down the street, spit builds up in my mouth. I just swallow. It. Like it, 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 it's it's not even something I think about. It's just a normal automatic thing. Why are all these people just spitting? Everybody's spitting. Spit, spit, spit.
0: We'll <laughs>